My first DMT breakthrough was a doozy, alright. I prepared for it by doing a light dose of 25i to get myself into the psychedelic mindset, but nothing could ever prepare me for what happened next. I sat cross-legged on my bed in a meditative pose, slowing my breathing as I prepared for the journey. My bong had in it what I assumed must have been around 100 milligrams of crystalline DMT, which I took deeply into my lungs. The first two hits I took were small, testing the waters I guess. On the last hit, I sunk the bowl and slowly exhaled. An important detail is that I have a giant Bob Marley poster behind my bed that looks just like this, which was an integral part of my trip. After several weeks of trying to plan to break through with my friend, we finally found a day where we were both free. Fast forward a couple hours and we're at his apartment and I'm about to take my first hit. After taking four hits, my vision started to melt. Any representation of what reality was, was literally blown to pieces as I thought, I'm breaking through, I'm breaking through. This is it. Everything is slowing down. A continuous and increasing hum tuned out everything else that might have been a distraction. The fan right above me kept spinning and I found comfort in it. The continuum had reminded me that like the universe, it goes on. The three prolonged lights represented something like a god that was going to guide me through this. I found comfort and peace and tranquility. I couldn't help but burst out laughing as I saw the visuals and patterns and fractals overwhelm my vision and then I closed my eyes. Boom! I was flying through the cosmos which represented something like a demo scene video but with the most vivid explosions of colors that words cannot even begin to describe. I was flying from plane to plane existence to existence, I saw the elves, robotic, alien, foreign, friendly, entities that surrounded my body. I then felt sharp pressure in my upper chest. It was painful, but it was the good kind of pain. I heard a voice tell me if I wanted to die. Die, I thought. I nodded. I screamed, I yearned. My body melted and the molecules simply melted into the cosmos, and I became one. The machine elves took me away, and I was excited to tell my friends about this trip report. What felt like an eternity was actually only five minutes. Without thinking about it, the elves started to float me back into this reality. I remember opening my eyes and seeing the fan above me, the comforting lights, I could not help but laugh and laugh and laugh. It was just so beautiful. I was so amazed at what just simple chemical can do. I had so many questions, yet I felt I had all the answers. But simply put, it was beautiful. Later on, my friend attempts to do a second attempt for a breakthrough and gets sick. The small bottle condensed the air that I breathed out to clear the chamber, so the taste was very pungent and caused my friend 
to throw up mid-hit. Oh shit. What the fuck just happened? Stupidly, I wanted to break through again so I could allow myself to experience that beauty one more time. Now that I knew what to expect, I hoped that I would better take the experience all in. Now, after a while, he felt okay, so I told him to turn off the lights after I stopped taking hits. Bad idea. The events prior caused a terrible set and setting as I continuously convinced myself that it won't turn out as bad as that. I let a single thought of ill will manifest itself into a nightmare of demons. I closed my eyes and felt myself on the floor of some surface. I saw evil jester faces laughing at me with such malicious intent. I was terrified. <coughs> I couldn't tell my spotter to turn on the lights out of extreme fear and also because I was mid-breakthrough. I was surrounded by demons trying to suck out my consciousness. That's what it felt like. Above me was an evil jester trying to drive a lance through my chest, screaming, Do you wanna die? <laughs> screaming, Do you wanna die? This time, I was so fucking terrified, so fucking helpless. I screamed no while simultaneously telling my spotter to turn on the lights. Immediately, I tried to force myself back into reality. I sat back up and all I felt was despair. I recounted my trip and felt utterly and spiritually defeated. So those are my two trip reports and this is why I titled it Heaven and Hell. I believe that the balance of the universe had resulted in two such separate trips and I do not regret it at all. With my first breakthrough I learned to appreciate and stare in awe at the power of DMT. With the second breakthrough, I learned to appreciate life and stare in fear at the power of DMT. Well, goddamn, hell yeah, stare in fear at the power of DMT. You are right. You are right. That shit, it's just. I get anxiety even talking about it because it's that goddamn intense but again what he says but simply put it was beautiful yes that is just psychedelics in basically one word just beautiful so gorgeous again it's like why wouldn't you want to take lsd or psilocybin mushrooms or dmt because like the best thing is just being able to look at the most beautiful things that your mind can ever see you know, just the fractals and the waves, whether you're tripping on LSD or shrooms, it just makes everything beautiful from like the little pebbles and rocks and the cement to like the blades of grass. It just, it makes everything beautiful. Now, I kind of wish that he would have gone more into detail with the, uh, you know, like the friendly elves, the robotic and alien elves. What the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? But yeah, like these demon jesters, I've never experienced anything like that. I've had, you know, like one bad trip, but that's basically it. So yeah, that was very fascinating just to hear him just go to hell. But again, like you said, it was heaven and hell. And that's, oh God, excuse me. But, you know, that's just life. All these ups and downs, you know, that just, again, like just having the good things, you know, just what makes it feel good. 
It's just, you know, suffering, suffering, you know, like I'm trying to find my keys and I'm freaking out and it sucks. Like just life sucks. But the moment I find my keys after 30 minutes, this just happened on Saturday. I felt so good. I felt so euphoric. It just, it was amazing. And I wouldn't have felt those great emotions without all this suffering. And yeah, man, like that's just life. But yeah, anyways, great story, great story. Um, I kind of feel bad that, yeah, you know, he rushed it. I feel bad for his friend who puked. But yeah, you should probably not, you know, be smoking DMT out of a pipe or some type of thingy that just got puked in. Like, Jesus Christ. But yes, it was a bad idea. But again, again, he got something good out of it. He got something positive out of it. He went to hell. And... He's, and he said that I learned to appreciate life. And yeah, that's, again, that just sums up psychedelics and DMT. Now, on to the next DMT trip report, which I found in the comments. Let's see, who is it by? Dirty Duck. Dirty Duck, and he commented this on my first time DMT dosage video. Thank you so much for commenting this, Dirty Duck. And yeah, here we go. I took DMT for the first time last night. I've never taken any psychedelics except weed, alcohol, ecstasy twice, and cocaine. So nothing that causes visual hallucinations or really alters your mental state too much. But DMT fascinated me because of these stories I heard. Little did I know what the fuck I was getting myself into. I loaded about 200 milligrams in a bottle bong and vaporized it. As soon as I took the hit, I felt it rush right over me. As my friend was saying, hold it in as long as you can, I heard his voice disappear into the distance, and over that came the sound of giggling children, mischievous, naughty children, and the shock of it instantly knocked me back and made me laugh out loud. But my friend said that I made no noise, but I distinctly remember laughing with them as we swirled through a spiring multi-dimensional tunnel. It was purple in color. I can't remember what the entities looked like, but I do remember purple pointed jester hats. I did not expect that. In fact, the shock of them just diving onto me instantly giggling away frantically caused such an awareness shock that it knocked me off my trip. The realization that they exist and were just waiting for me to do it, and the way that they excitedly giggled and laughed as they rushed in. It felt so familiar, but completely jarring. I went from being with my two friends in their flat, to suddenly I'm spiraling with these entities, giggling with them, communicating that I'm not ready to go. It was completely a conscious choice at that point whether I went or not. I was not prepared for that feeling in the slightest. After I forced myself out of the tunnel by opening my eyes, I could see Aztec-themed imagery. A blocky, multi-dimensional Aztec head was there next to the baby's crib. The crib itself had extra dimensions to it. The rings on the sound speaker were wiggling. The artwork in the house was just coming alive. It was scary but pleasant. But as my friends asked what it was like, the first thing I said was, 
I'll tell you about them in a minute. Just give me a minute. It's all true. Just give me a minute. And it took time and effort to say those sentences. As I was saying this, I could immediately feel their worry and tension build. So it caused like a reality shift back towards DMT land. So I was like, Bart, I need you to just look at your girlfriend. Just talk to her. Just talk, please. As soon as he looked at her, I saw like a line connect between them. And that line and the pure love it generated kept me tethered to their dimension. The dimension my body was stuck in. As I focused on my friend's girlfriend, I noticed she had an aura. I don't believe in mysticism or auras, but fuck me, I do now. It was fucking purple. Thin, long purple flames flickering in slow motion. I looked at my other friend, her boyfriend, and he had straight lines of light coming off of his head. But those lines were the reason he failed the breakthrough prior to me taking my hit. And an overwhelming sense to explain to him what he did wrong overcame me. I said, you need to stop worrying and stop thinking. I'll tell you what they said, but I just need a minute. The truth was I was terrified of them, the entities, but not the DMT space or the Aztec heads, just those giggling children things. Not because they were giving off negative vibes, but because they were so fucking real, hyper real. Like I knew them, and I knew exactly what was so funny, and I found it funny too. But the more I laughed, the more I lost myself, so I had to just focus on my own awareness to get back. And then boom, a layer of extra dimensional reality shot away. Then when I started speaking properly, boom, another layer of DMT space blended into this space like a glitch. All I could see now was slight patterns moving. Then after about 20 minutes, and felt like I was back and just the three of us, I told them about the giggling children and how real it was, and completely unexpected. I told his girlfriend not to take a hit. She doesn't need it unless she's willing to die right there on the sofa. Just focus on love. There's more, but I'm getting sore from typing. Well, yeah. Yep, that's a great DMZ trip report, man. Fucking great. Now, my favorite part of this DMT trip report was how he was scared of these entities. Not because they were demons or because they, you know, they were, he was getting stabbed in his back by sharp little penises. But when he was talking about these entities, how they were so fucking real, hyper real, like I knew them. Bam. There you go. A lot of people are coming to the same realizations. How is this so real? Is it because... You know, we are diving so deep into our subconsciousness that, you know, like, this is really just us? Or, or we're actually going to some place where we know, where we're, where we have been to, and a lot of people are having the same goddamn experiences and the same realizations. So, I absolutely love, but, like, why are you scared? Why are you scared? And he told... You know, like his friend's girlfriend not to take a hit. Why? And I, But then again, I love what he says. She doesn't need it unless she's willing to die 
right there on the sofa. And when I do my DMT explain video, yes, I'm going to definitely, you know, tell that to all the people who watch it too. Because you literally die and then come back to life. That is what happens when you have a breakthrough. Or basically, you know, just do DMT, you know, just to get like a nice dosage. You just, you're gone. You're not yourself. You are just somewhere else and you are a different consciousness you are higher you are just so much more advanced or everything around you is so much more advanced that you just can't comprehend it so then basically you're just it's just something that you won't be able to experience on this planet my first DMT experience. I've been curious about DMT for a couple years now, and I've had nights where I'd research the shit out of it and read stories about other people's experiences with it. And a few months ago, I was lucky enough to get my hands on it. And with that said, it was one of the most intense, eye-opening, scary experiences I've ever had, and I will most likely never do it again. I did this in my house, by myself, at night. I made up a makeshift bed right outside my bathroom door, my bathroom which is my bedroom. I didn't want to do this in my own bed because I didn't want my cat to interfere with the process. So I'm standing in my bathroom and only my bathroom light is on. I used a bubbler to smoke out of and sandwiched the DMT in between some weed. I calmed myself down and took a few deep breaths and light the flame and took the biggest rip I've ever taken out of that bubbler. I held my breath for a good 30 seconds before I exhaled and I tried to take another hit but everything started vibrating. Now I don't mean it felt like an earthquake but every single line in my bathroom was shaking. If you've seen the movie The Butterfly Effect. It was exactly like whenever Ashton Kutcher's character is about to go back in time. I panicked a little, but was honestly surprised that it was working. I power walk out of my bathroom and turn on the light and lay down on my bed. As soon as my head hit the pillow, I was gone. It felt like I'd been blasted out of my body and I was flying through space with geometric shapes of all colors flying past me. The sound is something I can only imitate in person, but it was as if a sound was amplified but muffled at the same time. At this point, I am on a full-on panic. This is way too intense for me and I had to get out. I opened my eyes hoping that would bring me back just a little, except it didn't. When I opened my eyes, I wasn't in my room. I was inside a bright yellow sphere and I could feel it moving. I started rubbing my hands across my chest trying to ground myself but my body felt like water and every time I touched my chest it rippled and it felt like I was soaking my hands in water. That's when I started hearing the voices. It did not sound friendly or inviting. It sounded demonic and it uttered only one phrase, do it. At first the voice only said it once, and then it took a long pause, and then I heard it again. Do it, 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 do it. 
The voice just kept repeating this line without any pausing or breaks in between. The mixture of that phrase that will haunt me to this day and the amplified muffled sound and the feeling of free falling was way too intense for me. Then everything began to slow down and the voice stopped. I remember taking huge deep breaths in and I was still rubbing my body for dear life and my eyes were still open. I lifted my arm up and moved it across my face. I was still in the yellow sphere and when I looked at my hand, it looked like a solid piece of clay that resembled a hand but had no fingers. Slowly the room started coming back together in waves and I looked at my closet which was open and all my clothes were metallic and it just seemed like I was tripping balls on acid. I rolled over onto my stomach and crawled to my computer chair and rested my head on it. I was completely overwhelmed. The trip threw every problem in my face at once along with the solution. Prior to the trip I was talking to my friend on Facebook about the DMT and I had it packed and ready to go. He settled my nerves a little and told me to call him after it was over so I did. I told him about it and explained to him the overwhelming feeling that it had just given me. It wasn't a bad feeling, it was more eye-opening than anything. I was shaking uncontrollably and then I broke down and started bawling my eyes out because of how overwhelmed I felt. All in all, DMT was an amazing experience, but I would probably never do it again. I had another dose that I packed up in my bubbler, but it sat there for a month because I'm too scared to do it again. But I really want to see if I can let go and go deeper. Now this is somebody replying to the initial story and he's talking about the voices that were saying do it 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 Congrats you heard the voices of the machine elves believe it or not they mean you no harm I feel like what you heard was just influenced by your fear of the first time Also that noise you heard is most likely what some psychonauts describe as the carrier wave. It's a loud buzzing sound that usually follows the vibrations. I'm surprised you only had to take one hit. I try to talk down three to four at least in that amount of time and I've yet to meet the machine elves. The closest I've ever come to a breakthrough trip is when the walls melted away and I was thrusted into a desert in front of some temple. When the sky melted away in a bright flash of yellow and I was back in my friend's room on his bed and there was orange runes lining the walls glowing pulsing it's as if the words were supposed to mean something but I couldn't figure them out another time the closest I've come to puking after smoking it was when this black orb kind of phased through my bedroom wall it slowly passed through my wall towards me then when it got close, there were green runic letters moving rapidly all around it. And when it hit my chest, I was filled with insane amounts of geometry and images and pictures I can't remember. But at the time, it was all so clear and made so much sense. I started sweating profusely, and by the time my head was clear, I felt completely purified 
brand new, better than ever, and content. Don't let your first experience turn you off from trying it again. DMT is very spiritual to many people. Don't confuse what I said with religious. And the experiences it offers are limitless. I've yet to experience a full-fledged OBE or see the machine elves. Yet, but every time I've done it, I felt like I was being guided somewhere. I kept seeing objects with letters and numbers on them. Orbs, squares, triangles, anything and everything was full of impossible complexity and beauty. I recommend waiting a little, letting it all sink in, and maybe not doing it alone. I've never done it alone, and I've only had a kind of bad trip once, but I pulled myself out of it right quick. Now, always remember, you are doing one of the most powerful hallucinogens known to man. You will come out of it safely, and you should never fear harming yourself or anyone else because normally you can't even move. It's as someone said, you're in a giant skybox and everything around you is moving, so you don't have to really go anywhere to watch all the action. Now this is OP replying to this guy's just fantastic comment. Dude, you just blew my mind. The whole reason I posted this was to try and find an explanation for why I was hearing do it over and over again. After thinking about it for weeks, I've come to the conclusion that the entities wanted me to stop resisting and to just let go. Reading the wiki article about the machine elves really put my mind at ease and I will probably try DMT somewhere down the road now that I can do it with a more positive mindset. It seriously was more than a trip, it was an out of body experience. I tried to explain that to my friends, but they can't grasp it. No psychedelic really prepares you for DMT. Jesus Christ, so many great words and phrases that just perfectly describe DMT. Oh my God. Again, I've tried to explain it to like my friends and it's just like, you know, like they also don't get it. Now, does LSD or does shrooms prepare you for DMT? Hell no. Hell no. It's just, like you said, it's an out-of-body experience, and it's so fucked up. It's so crazy. It's so spiritual. Again, I would, you know, sit on DMT for a long time, not smoking it. Again, I would sell people, you know, like, um, like half grams for like 20 bucks, just so I wasn't sitting on it, just so... They can have it because it's that powerful. It's it's that insane. It's the best thing. It's the best thing. And that's why I'm making another video. That's why I'm going to be making a video. Like my next one about DMT. It's going to be what's DMT like. But again, that video will not do it justice. It's just I remember from like my last breakthrough experience. I just came back from it saying, I'm not the same person. <laughs> I was laying on the floor just stunned, you know, with like tears of happiness. And I was just like, I am not the same John. I am not the same person. And that right there <laughs> is goddamn insane. 
Now, I'm really happy that I read these comments because I just got a bunch of closure. Because I'm reading like the story and I'm like, wow, he's not going to do DMT again. And I was prepared to tell you guys, like, you know, basically what the guy, you know, who replied to OP's post said, you know, like, you know, like this is very serious. It helps you a lot. It's just amazing. And I would definitely do it again sometime. And again, Opie, he did his research. He read this guy's comments. And now it looks like he will definitely try it again because he has a more positive mindset. And that and that's just key to life. That's key to having success. That's key to having a good DMT experience and just, you know, having a good life. It's just being positive. So many bad things happen, you know, right now in my life. It's just hard a week after hard a week after hard a week. But you just have this positive mindset that everything will get better. You work your ass off and you just, you put out positive vibes. And honestly, you know, like I freak out, you know, I, I overthink, you know, anxiety, you know, like stupid ass depression. But honestly, my life has really never been better. You know, like I did basically peak in high school. Unfortunately, you know, I'm one of those people, you know, looking at my life right now, I definitely peaked in middle school or high school. <laughs> That's how pathetic I am. But you know what? At least I feel great. At least I'm so positive. At, yeah, you know, like right now, like I'm facing just having everything taken away from me, being locked in a cage like a goddamn animal. But I'm so happy. Like I feel just high. I feel high. I'm. I just. I feel high. I feel so good. But anyways, back to the story. Now when he talks about the butterfly effect, I. Fucking love that movie. <laughs> I love Ashton Kutcher and that 70s show. Just thought I'd bring that up. But I'm trying to look for um let's see. Where is it? Oh, here we go. It felt like I've been blasted out of my body and I was flying through space. Bam, right there. I'm gonna include uh, I can't include like the scene, but I'm going to tell people, you know, I'm going to tell you guys in my what's DMT like video, because right there um, in Doctor Strange, it, there's a scene, there's a scene where, you know, like this OG spiritual chick, you know, kicks out, you know, Doctor Strange, our main character, you know, she kicks like this guy's soul out of his body. And honestly, like this film just represents DMT so much. It's one of my favorite cape shit films you know, of all time, because it's just, it's just so spiritual, and just this scene, you know, like, I will, like, like, you know, give you guys a link in the description down below, it represents DMT so well, and then he talks about after his DMT trip, and how he's tripping balls on acid, now, this is one of my favorite parts of DMT, is after the trip, because you are basically kind of tripping, you know, like, you're tripping, but just like the patterns that you're seeing it's just it's so much cooler than lsd like lsd is great but i love the shroom visuals more than lsd and the dmt visuals it's just it's so gorgeous it's so beautiful it's just it's a different type of texture and yeah just that's why dmt is like my favorite because of course you go to other places or you go so far deep into your own head into your own subconscious that holy shit but anyways just the visuals again after your trip 
it's so awesome. Again, like he's looking at his hand and it, he says that his hand is like clay. Um, when I would look at my hand, it would look like the uh, Prometheus being, you know, just alien and shit like that. But damn, I just want to do some DMT. Damn, I just want to do some DMT right now. God, just these stories are so amazing. I'm so glad that you guys are also enjoying these DMT experiences videos. It makes me so happy, you know, just sharing this out. You know, just getting all this content out there so more people can, you know, find these stories, find these experiences, you know, from people all around the world. All around the world. Again, guys, you have to realize this is the first time in human history that we're able to communicate this easily. It is just breathtaking how people can comment on my videos, how we can go on Facebook, find people on YouTube, go on to forums and literally talk. It's like talking to somebody right across from you, you know, podcasts. It's like you're in the room with these people. And, and this just hasn't happened before in our entire, you know, lifespan of our species. And this is really going to radically change everything. I really hope that you guys enjoyed those two episodes that you just listened to. I made those back in 2014 and 15. A lot more await, and I cannot wait to just tell you guys about so many other people's experiences, including my own, on one of the most spectacular substances in the world, in my opinion, the most, and that is DMT. Love you all. Peace out. Thank you.